Hi, welcome to our podcast, She Inspires. A podcast created to inspire community, connection, empowerment, and courage. Designed for women who are committed to standing tall, living bravely, dreaming big, and celebrating life fully. I'm Gina Marie. Hi guys, Hayla here. Hey! Welcome back, welcome back. We We're love you. We're so excited to be with you. We're so excited wow. to be with you. It was just us last week. Yes. Now we got a friend. We got a sister. Who dis in the house? Who dis? It's Brett! <laughs> Hello. <laughs> Britt is here. Britt is here. And we just love Britt so, yes, so we do. much. You are one of our most favorite people. Aww. Britt is always full of joy and yes. ease and lightness yes. and is the most loving human I've ever <laughs> met. All she has to give all the time is love. Yes. It's phenomenal. Guys. Yes. Mm-hmm. I like to call myself the hugger extraordinaire. You, you are. are. No, really. It's my favorite thing on the planet. Mm-hmm. I believe Whether it. you're mm-hmm. ready for it or not, I'm, I'm coming. <laughs> I'm freaking coming for you. She's, She's coming. Gonna get you. She's coming. Get you. I will force oh. my love on people, and I'm okay with that. Oh, yes. it's amazing. I mean, but that's that's what we need, and that's what we want. Mm-hmm. Even people that don't even know that they want that, they do. Mm-hmm. They do. Yes. Deep in there, <laughs> yes, they're yearning. Somewhere in there, they enjoy it. You know, yeah. what's the worst though is when you get one of those hugs, and you can tell the person doesn't want to be hugged. Oh, though. but you know what you do. You keep holding on, and then they kind of turn to Play-Doh for... If they... There's, <laughs> a moment, no, no, no. there's a moment, like, the people who aren't ready for it, you'll hug them, and then they'll, you'll know when they really actually want it, when they kind of do that little... You can't see right oh, now, but so it's like they, they kind of, like, soften. It. Mm-hmm. Even for a split set, that's when I'm like, oh, they want the love. Oh, there they are. Wow. They do. They soften just for a moment's notice, and then over time, then they just, you know... Soften all the way. Yeah. What about people that say they don't want to be hugged? I'll respect it, but I can, I I think I'm pretty intuitive and I can usually tell Mm -hmm. when someone is being honest or if someone's saying it because they're, they're hiding from something. Mm -hmm. So I usually just kind of gauge the vibes, the vibes. You know, I feel like that too. And sometimes I have just had a lot of awkward hugs in my life. Yep. Mm -hmm. That is the truth. You know, that is the um, truth. I met, (laughs) I met Everett's parents for the first time a couple of weeks ago. This is her boyfriend. I know. I believe me. It took me a minute to kind of realize this. <laughs> I know. It's so fantastic. Congrats. Congrats. And I just hugged both of them, and I don't think they were expecting it. They were both just like, "Oh, oh. I." And I was like, "Well, you know, what? you know that you guys know they go in for the handshake, and you just kind of smash yeah. the yeah. hand and go for the hug." Yeah. And I was like, you "Sometimes know what? it fine. feels good, and sometimes it feels like, well, that was a minor <laughs> setback." With a and major we're comeback. St- we're still moving forward. We're still in it, ladies. Because we have a whole dinner together. Yeah. Oh, wow. Man. Okay. Amazing. Tell us what we're talking about, girl. Okay, well, first, I am 1,000% honored to be here. Oh, my I'm God. I'm really excited. Yeah. And this topic is super important to me because something really massive but very... It may seem small, but it felt very massive in my body. Mm. And so I'm like, I haven't even shared this one time with a single person. I wanted to write a blog about it. Oh my God. It's it's big time. It just happened. So I thought, you know what? I'm going to do it. Yes, girl. We commend you already. Okay. Are you ready? Yeah. Being multi-culty. Yeah. So 
Let me, I'm going to rewind a rewind. little bit. Yes. Rewind, Okay, please. so the topic, being multiculti. As Ooh. you may or may not know, I am multicultural. Mm-hmm. Yes. I'm, I wouldn't even say I'm biracial. I'm like quadruple racial. Wow, yeah. So um, there's a lot to go on with that. But I'm going to start by saying I was at brunch at a friend's house, and his husband came up to me, and we started talking about... Um, my figure, which, mm-hmm. you know, I'm going to preference. I don't mind that. I don't mm-hmm. mind when people point out that I have very unique features to my body. Mm-hmm. I've got itty bitty waist, big old hips. I'm fair. Uh, sometimes I'm fair complected, mm-hmm. but I have um, olive skin with the mm-hmm. green blue eyes and the jet black hair. It's It can be confusing to a lot of people. <laughs> and so for the first time in my life, the subject came up and he started asking me, like, do you mind if I ask? What's your background? And that never bothers me. I understand it does bother some people. And for me, it's very intriguing. I love when people mm. ask because I, I feel like I can truly express myself. Um, but for the first time in my life, someone asked me, how, how do you, how do you think people see yourself? like culturally and then um he kind of just blew my mind for a minute because I know people want to ask me but they usually don't and so I felt like really compelled to tell him you know like all the things that I am Mm -hmm. and um for the first time in my life he asked me how do you identify Mm. I I wish oh my god y'all I have chills everywhere Mm -hmm. right now no one has ever once in my life not my mother not my father my siblings, my family members of any kind, not even my husband, has asked me how I identify. Mm-hmm. Right. I was dumbfounded. I mm-hmm. could I was excited. I was a little confused. I didn't even know how to respond at first. I was just stuck. Mm-hmm. And um excited. Wow. Yeah, because no one has ever asked me that. And so I've thought, you know what, this is a great subject. Very interesting. Mm-hmm. Very interesting. And like how do you identify would that be a, a similar question? Like, what box would you check when yes. you fill out the voter yes, registration that's exactly, form? Yes, and that is exactly it. And what I'm saying is, maybe they gotta be have more boxes. No, they need more. And the boxes that you check, but it is. It's like, okay, how do you identify? Like, which yeah. box would you check? And or do you check one or do you check many boxes? Okay, this is the dilemma I've had my mm-hmm. entire life yeah. so tell us for you okay. multi-cult multi-culti is that like the i like that okay wording. so I never heard it. I do you like know why it? i say that because there's a there's this curl cream because i have very kinky curly hair <laughs> there's this curl cream i use um i think it's by aunt jesse or miss jesse's or something like that and it's called multicultural girls mm-hmm. and it's for girls who are biracial or mixed and they have biracial hair mm-hmm. so um it's a thing that yes. the root is curly but the ends are straight yes. or it's just a thing interesting so now i just call myself multi-culti yes and multi-culti. um i hope you guys don't mind but i wrote like a timeline i need the timeline i love sure. it you, you don't I mind the timeline okay. we Please do not mind okay so the timeline I, I have is first my friend Lyndon saying how do you identify and then it was just kind of like a movie where it was just like rewind my whole life. Where do I begin? Mm-hmm. How do you even start to tell someone anything mm-hmm. about that? And um, so before I go further, for a lot of my life, I thought I identified as Mexican. Mm-hmm. And that is because, well, it's true. I would say mostly I do identify that way. And um, I would say just like my family background. So 
I'm gonna cliff notes this. Mm-hmm. I can't wait to Because we could we could really be here for a wow, long time. Wow, this is very intriguing. I've done this for um dear friend Mercy, as you know. Yes. She mm-hmm. has sat me down with two bottles of wine before and we have <laughs> I have written the whole thing out for her. Yes. So the Cliff Notes version is my mother is Native American and Ooh, Mexican. Wow. And Polish. Mm-hmm. So my grandfather is Polish, and my grandmother on my mother's side is Mexican and Native American. Mm. So then they made my mother and my uncle, who are Mexican, Native American, so you could just say Mestiza. Mm-hmm. Um, it's an easier, Mestiza. faster way. And Polish. So then, holy moly, then my grandfather got divorced um, from my grandmother when my, my uh, mom was really young, and then he actually never remarried or anything like that but as you know time progressed i realized i have filipino family Mm. and i thought why do we have filipino family like this is really strange to me Mm. and meanwhile every all of our traditions are mexican everything we did was mexican Mm. all of our holidays were very mexican um never was it polish so i don't really identify with that part of my life um other than my features yes and so then when I started asking my mom, like, why do we have Filipino family? Yes. And then I found out my grandfather, when he was a little boy, was adopted <gasps> by a Filipino wow. man. Ah. Okay. Uh-huh. So I have, I'm married into a Filipino cultural background. Like, my family is yes. married into it. So I've always had Mexican, Filipino mixed people in my family, mm-hmm. which is very confusing to a lot of people. Okay. Mm-hmm. We're going to fast forward a little bit. My father. So when my mom met my father, my mom is all the things we've listed. My dad is Italian Mm -hmm. and Irish. Mm. So they made precious Brit. Yes. They made the multi-culti. Yes. AKA Brit. Uh And um, so now I will list it for you. I am Irish, Mm -hmm. Italian, Mm -hmm. Mexican, Native American and Polish. Wow. So stunning. I get to just be all of those things. Mm-hmm. And um, I, my father's side, they really identify with the Irish. Mm-hmm. Um, they, they're called the Black Irish. They usually have like dark hair, light eyes, mm-hmm. olive skin. Mm-hmm. Or they have blonde hair, blue eyes. Yeah. So, um, but I still, I think I still to this day identify as Mexican. Mm-hmm. Because mm-hmm. that's how I, st- my culture started at a very young age. Yes. That's what it was. And then it just kind of turned into its version of what I think it is. Mm-hmm. So there's my timeline. You know, wow. I think that's so interesting though to the point you bring up, Britt, is there's what you were literally designed from. Mm-hmm. Like your heritage, your genome, like what mm-hmm. makes up the mm-hmm. genome of your body and makes up your features and what, and a lot of times in our culture, I don't even say we, we identify other people yes. as what they look like, mm-hmm. yeah, right? So is, I look at you, Mexican or whatever, you know, whoever it is, me, mm-hmm. white, mm-hmm. right? Like there's like blonde hair, blue <laughs> eyes, white skin, like there's nothing fair, and then, though, there's also the whole, when you ask yourself the question or when someone else asks you a question, what do you identify mm-hmm. with? Mm-hmm. There's the whole world of also how you were raised. Mm-hmm. Yes. And, yes. like, the, um, you know, in biology, they look at it, and here's my biology minor in college coming out, but there's, like, the, the genetic, and then there's the environmental factors. Mm-hmm. And there's, you know, they do these crazy studies on twins, like yes. twins that grow up with their genetic parents, and then a separate, a twin that was maybe adopted out. 
and how they grow up and like what the similarities and differences between them. And it's an interesting uh, way to view it through what you're talking about here. I was like, what do you identify with? Because me, yeah. you know, people all the time, like what I get jaw drops all the time is I am white. Like when I check a box, like I am Norwegian, Swedish, Polish, and German. <laughs> like I'm all the Nordic, like all Viking, all all that. And it's really simple for me to check a box Yes. on a paper for my racial identity. Yes. And though... There's also this whole environmental part of me that I tell people all the time is that I grew up in Saudi Arabia. Yes. Oh, when I found that out, by the way, just a segue, blew my mind. Yes. So there's this whole other, there's this environmental factor that went into, you know, and, and it, it's not directly correlated or related to my racial identity. And yet it's like, how do you identify with like your heritage or your culture? And for me, mm. that's a more challenging question. No, it is. And it is. That, that's a more, it's, it's simply a more complex answer than a, yes, a, a one check box. Gee. I have someone I have to bring up. Okay, please do. Mm-hmm. Because I am just fascinated with her. Her name okay. is Rachel Dolezal. And you may have know, known of her because she was the NAACP leader for many years. <gasps> she the woman. The woman who came out white. to known. Mm-hmm. However, yeah. she um, identifies as black. As black. Mm-hmm. So Rob and I, maybe a few weeks ago, we watched her documentary, mm-hmm. which you need to watch. Okay. This is literally what it talks about for two hours. Oh my mm-hmm. gosh. So she was raised in a white family and a very, very conservative white family. However, her whole her whole reasoning for, for why she identifies as black is that she had to distance herself from her life as a white woman because it was very abusive and very traumatic. Mm-hmm. And so she decided to find a group of people that she felt would be open to her and Wow, that's take her in. However, the only problem is, is that that she lied. she lied about yeah. it. Yeah, the lying part. Yes, for years, yeah. like they would straight up ask her. Oh, like know, she would say, "I am racially." There's she part said, of my I am black. Genetics. Well, she represented mm-hmm. the entire community of the mm-hmm. black community, and she told them that her father was this man who was not her biological dad. Mm-hmm. So it's a whole. It's a mess. Mess. However, what her point is is that she doesn't identify as white. Mm-hmm. Yeah. No, I'm... So, it's very interesting. No. It's like a hot topic No, it is. Right it's now. so controversial, but I, you guys, I have chills and they won't go away because mm-hmm. it's so important to me. And um, it's so interesting. I don't blame her. I don't blame her for her emotional attachment mm-hmm. to a culture and, um, and not another because I can relate in that sense. Mm-hmm. Um, all of the controversy with the lies and everything. Obviously, yes. I can't relate because yeah, I would girl never shouldn't do be that. lying. Right. Yeah, she about be right. That's what her life. She should know. And you yeah. know, like you said, she brings up an interesting. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's she very interesting. An interesting point. And you know why? It's our generation. Our generation is is turning into this beautiful, just single singular human. Mm-hmm. And some people are ready, and some people are one hundred percent not. Mm-hmm. Well, and as we come up into the world and uh, millennials come up and there are new babies that are much more multicultural than they've been in the past. Yes. Or in the past, mm-hmm. you know, there, there have been, you know, you're either, most of the time, you're white or black or Latina or something. And then they started mixing and then you were one and two. Yes. And now it's like bread. If you, it's like one, two, three, four, five yeah. and turn our life lifetime over again and yeah. people are going to be 
so much more the mix yeah mm-hmm. and um beautifully created from a lot of different yeah. different ethnicities and different races and different cultures and what i love about our generation is that we are pushing boundaries yeah. and saying that maybe it doesn't fit in a checkbox nope sure doesn't maybe some of you do like myself like if you ask me what is my race like i can mm-hmm. check white like that is mm-hmm. the 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 box that i fit into and though what we're doing is saying it's time to create more freaking boxes. No, it is. Or to take them away and let us write it in. Yeah, like, it's I, our, <laughs> it, it, everything is just too old. Mm-hmm. It's time. It's time, time to innovate. We, we are the generation. We're time. It's our time mm-hmm. to make the change. It's really beautiful. And it's interesting that you mentioned, um, what's this young lady's name? Rachel. 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 Because my, so my parents split and they created their own families. And so I have a black brother because mm-hmm. my stepfather, Gary Kirby, he is black and Native American. Mm. So I I got, y'all, if I could just explain to you the faces and reactions we would get going into a restaurant mm-hmm. as a family growing yeah. up mm-hmm. makes me emotional. Mm-hmm. Like it's, it's in like the 90s, like my mother looks, you know, probably multiracial very dark dark eyes dark hair dark skin and then you know you have my stepfather who's black and then my little brother who's half black it's mm-hmm. just a thing mm-hmm. uh, not anymore I would say but um like growing up into like my adolescence into preteen before I moved here to Texas with my biological father it it's so interesting having to f- and I think that's why also I identify I feel like I you could plot me into any culture mm-hmm. and I would really have empathy Mm. and I could dive into it really well I even growing up learning about like India that's where my yoga thing started when Mm. I was very young I was like 12 or 13 and just being so obsessed with India Mm -hmm. and the colors and the culture and the spices and the smell and I've never been but that's a dream of mine I don't know what it was about me for a very long time I just felt like I wanted to belong to something Mm -hmm. and I didn't know what it was because I had so much it was like all of this cultural information being thrown at me. You're this. No, you're this. Mm-hmm. No, you come from here. But really, you belong here. It's very confusing. And mm-hmm. I can say for the first time in my life that it just doesn't matter anymore. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's amazing. Yeah. Yeah. Well, and those, you know those tests that you take, like the 23andMe? Yeah. Oh, I've always wanted to do it. So I'm I've, literally terrified. What I've heard recently, though, is that, what it's, uh, speaking to exactly what you're talking about, is that all of us have more in us than we even realize. Mm-hmm. So, like, you know, when you're talking about the boxes or, like, when you're, you have a new baby and you have to tell them, you know, you give the race or whatever, um, most of us have, that's why it's called 23andMe, most mm-hmm. of us have so many influences mm-hmm. However, like those kinds of, um, that kind of information didn't exist mm-hmm. previously. They didn't know, yeah. you know? Mm-hmm. So even for me, so my family is Italian, my mom's side and my dad's side. And we have a little bit of Polish as well. Mm-hmm. And I always get the question all the time. What are of, you? What are you? <laughs> and yeah. what's interesting is, is that I can check on the, on the box white and, and I do feel that I'm white. However, it's. I feel like I'm more than just white because mm. I'm, I don't look like Haley. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? And people will ask me every time and they have all kinds of opinions. <laughs> I, I go, it goes everywhere from Indian yep. to Hispanic to Italian to I've gotten Asian before, like just random things. Yeah. 
Um, and so it's, 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 I've always been curious about it too. And I've wanted to take that test, you know, mm-hmm. just really interested in what it would be like. And I loved the fact that, or, and I do love the fact that I look like a bunch of different things. Mm-hmm. I do. Like, I just too. think that's cool. It is my favorite secret, my guilty favorite topic. Mm-hmm. I love it. Like, I love going to the pulga, which is, you know, like the flea market. And I'm walking around, and I love being underestimated. Mm-hmm. People will comment mm-hmm. about... Women will comment... Older women. Um, we call them la viejas. They're just old ladies that love to gossip. And I just love hearing them be like, oh, look at her. She's so pretty. I wonder what she's doing here. And it's like, this is my culture. Mm-hmm. But I don't, I don't get offended because it's intriguing to me because eventually that will crumble. Mm-hmm. that whole facade of belonging somewhere mm-hmm. and I'm not talking about on an emotional level of course we'll always celebrate our cultural things but like this color this idea of a color mm-hmm. I can't wait for it to just do you speak Spanish? I do, I do I um, I would say I'm I took a test and they said I'm 82% fluent but I wow. really think I'm like 60 mm. yeah so I speak a really good Spanglish <laughs> Well, and I have the Spanglish. I love the Spanglish too. too bro. Yeah, I do. It's I the don't best. Speak it. Yeah. I wish I did. I want to know what everyone is saying. Mm-hmm. Language is great. Language is great. That's amazing. Wow. Okay. So, um, your husband. What is his background? Okay. So this is where it gets even more interesting. So, um, my husband Randy is Mexican. His parents are from Mexico. So my husband is first generation. Hmm. So, um, I think it's just interesting how the universe just kind of pulls you to someone, um, that they think that they think you belong to. Mm -hmm. And, um, it's just funny how my entire life I felt like, man, I really identify because of all of these things that I've done my whole life, like the piñatas and all of Mm -hmm. celebrating day of the dead and just Mm -hmm. all of these little nuances of, um, the Mexican culture. And then I, you know, I got to meet Randy, and then he just kind of solidified, you know, will speak to me in Spanish mm. sometimes instead of English. Um, will speak to me, speak to his mother in only Spanish, and then I'm always included, and whether I can keep up or not, you know, mm. he just assumes that that's my culture. Mm. And um, it may, makes me feel very, like, at home. Mm-hmm. That, that warm, fuzzy feeling. And, uh, but it's interesting, because his background is very influenced by the Spaniard Ooh. and the Portuguese. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So Which is very different than right now. Aztec or Mayan. Uh-huh. So there's a whole... It's just like everyone just... We're all from something. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And either you look the part or you don't, but really it doesn't matter. But it's like, how do you identify? Or do you not want to? Mm-hmm. And that's okay as well. Yes. I'm okay with that. And um, I just know for me that I'm interested in people. Mm-hmm. And like I, I like feeling like I belong a part mm-hmm. of something bigger than myself. And for Randy, Randy gets it too. Everyone thinks Randy is Arabic mm-hmm. or, mm-hmm. you know, something of that sort. Because he's got those very European, yes. stru- the structure mm-hmm. to his face. I, it's just interesting to me. And I so... Shout out to the multiculties. Shout out yes. to the multiculties. Wow. I'm here for you, sister, wherever that you are. That is right. Yeah. So, how did you answer that question? Wow, we're going to go full circle. Mm-hmm. Here we go. So, I told him, my friend Lyndon, I said, well, I would say mostly I identify as Mexican. Mm-hmm. And um, I would say next, probably Irish. Because mm-hmm. my, you know, my father, wonderful man, and my father's side of the family, which is rambunctious and wild and lovely and they're 
they're here with me all the time here in Texas. And so um, they're crazy, wild and loud Irish people. And then I've got my crazy, loud Mexican people <laughs> in California. And so I would say those two things mm-hmm. and, um, you know, throw me in Africa mm-hmm. and I'll, you know, I'll, I'm probably will feel. I bet you have a girl. Yeah. Well, I will tell you this. We are all from Africa. Well, no, that's what, that's I was what most say people say on their are. 23 and me. We are. Every, if you we're really all from look one, at it from in the a grand scientific scheme of things, way, we're all from one and spot. a biological way. We all had to come from the same thing. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, Somehow, yes. in some way, and however those that first man and woman were created is a whole mm-hmm. other podcast. Yes. And though... Yeah. We all came from those two people. Yep. Like so. at some point way eons ago. Yeah. So here we are. I love that. Here we are in 2018 talking about how we got here mm. from the beginning. Yeah, that's cool. I love to think about that. Me too. It's almost a little scary. Like yes. when you think about space. Yeah. And you're like, oh my God, yes. I'm so yes. small. Yes. Yes. When I start thinking about space, I have to stop. Me too. Because I get so overwhelmed. Over- yeah, exactly. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I get so overwhelmed that I have to stop. It really <laughs> freaks me out. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. I know exactly yeah. what you mean. Yeah, that's very interesting. And also what I'm appreciating about it is it's helping me see people with fresh eyes now. Like, even Mm. when I'm just thinking about, um, I just got back from traffic court, everyone. And I was in a courtroom. I was the only white woman. And I I was fine to be the only white woman, but I was looking around the room. And and now that I'm thinking back is that there was a lot of different races in there. And people that I know would identify as multiculti. Yes. Mm-hmm. Because I saw a lot of just, you know, differences in their in their face and their skin color and their hair, everything. Yeah. And it's just really cool. It actually makes me think like, wow, we're all so unique and beautiful. Oh my gosh. Mm. And it's going to get better, y'all. It's just going to keep getting intertwined and messy and mm. creative and um I'm like really excited for the future. Mm. That's cool. I hope you write a blog on this. I'm going. I 100% will write about this now that I've got. I like it's it's in the world now. I've said yes. it out of my mouth, mm-hmm. and um, not that I was hiding it or like keeping it to yes. myself, but um, uh, with everything that's happening, politics and things like this in our country right yeah. now, I think this is a good topic. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You know, flesh, blood, and bone. Mm-hmm. Really, that's well. It. What I love. About how we started this conversation is it started with a question. Yeah, one simple. And I know, I know I've talked about this on the podcast before. It's just so important to me that we as humans, as Americans, start taking on asking more questions instead of telling people the answers. Mm-hmm. Amen. Well, I just Amen. starting to get curious mm-hmm. about people and asking them what they believe yeah. what they think how they identify how you know everything under the sun instead of just telling assumption mm-hmm. telling us all how it is telling us all how it's gonna be as if we have the answer mm-hmm. Which, and doing a doing yeah. a little more practice and listening yeah mm-hmm. great topic yeah great job Brit. Wow, Brit. Yeah. Bring it in. Yeah. This has been a We can't wait joy. to share this. Thank you I'm so, so much. Man. We are so honored. No, honestly, me. I'm honored. I'm oh, honored that cool. I got to be here with y'all and cozy up oh. on the couch. Yes. And just, oh. you know, mm-hmm. spill my guts out. It's been amazing. Yeah. Britt, thank you for bringing thank this topic. Thank you.
Thank you for talking to us about the things that matter. Yeah, the things that matter. And thank you, listeners, for listening. Listeners, we love y'all. Bye. Bye.